I have decided after my last uh, podcast rambunctious escapade <laughs> a couple of podcasts ago, in, when I did everything in mime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have decided that this podcast, I'm going to do all my reviews in interpretive dance. Um, okay. The, the film review for this one. Uh, show me, let me show you. Someone watch the bone china? No, we're not going to do that. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to Staggering Stories podcast number 290. Mm. Yay! You have I to say you who you are. <laughs> yeah. I, to, I, I didn't know if we wanted to go around. Dramatic and pause there. No, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> I'm Jean. I'm Keith. I'm fake Keith. I'm Adam. And, and no one's uh, else here because yeah. they've run off together. Again? Yeah. They're having a rampant affair on the shores of Crete. Bank <laughs> holiday Monday, they just can't be asked. Um, yeah, yeah. It is very hot today. Yes. It is very hot Melty. today. Melty. You can hear when we ever we get up, there's a the sound of Velcro. Yeah. Mm. I should yes. put long sleeves on. It's a bit yeah, sticky on the uh, leather <laughs> armchair here. Leather armchair. Yeah. <laughs> right, we have some news. With El Presidente. With El Presidente. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me! Have you been listening for the last 200 odd podcasts and you still don't know the routine? Yes. <laughs> Doctor Who News! Oh, yeah. Some classic Twitch action. That sounds a bit naughty. Do you want to watch back-to-back episodes of classic Doctor Who in seven-hour chunks? I do frequently. Do you have an internet connection and know how to use a web browser? No. If so, then you too can watch over 500 episodes of Doctor Who being broadcast on Twitch.tv. Starting on the 29th of May 2018, yes, in the past as these episodes go out, through to the 23rd of July, every Monday through to Friday, Twitch will be showing episodes of Doctor Who from the 1963 beginning right the way through to the final episode of 1989 Survival. Mm. Twitch Director of Business Development Jane Whedon said of this... Doctor Who and its clever take on sci-fi exemplifies the type of adjacent content mm. to gaming that has resonated with the Twitch community. I didn't even know there was a Twitch community. <laughs> Don't sorry, yeah. I've never heard of Twitch. Have you not? No. And by presenting this iconic BBC show in a new interactive format, mm. it is a fun way to bridge several generations of Doctor Who fans while building a new generation of them. Oh, that the, sort of uh, content is <laughs> The interactive bit being the chat channel where viewers who subscribe to the Twitch Presents channel for $4.99 a month, so it's not available over here. I think you just have to pay your credit card and it gets converted.
converted. You should have converted that for us. Well, it depends <laughs> on the currency conversion of the day, I don't know. About three quid a month will gain <laughs> access to 14 exclusive emotes of first seven doctors pulling faces. <laughs> Viewing <laughs> will otherwise be free, and the seven-hour blocks will be shown three times a day, three chances to watch the same episode, so all time zones can join in. Mm. Is this a satellite thingy? Freeview, Sky? Twitch. I've never TV. heard of TV. Nope, me neither. It is a web thing. Oh, it's right. a web browser. Bit, so, is, it, is it legal? It is legal, and okay. they have uh, done this with BBC <laughs> oh, okay. Studios, I suppose, now the new term. Yeah. So okay. they're taking Classic Who, and their Twitch mainly does uh, streamy of computer games. Mm. Tournaments, particularly, okay. of things like StarCraft 2 and what have you, where the latest great game is. But they've recently been starting to do broadcasts of TV. Mm. So they're doing Dog 2. Okay, so essentially, it's pay three quid a month. If you want to have the special emotes. Which is just the doctors pulling faces. Yeah. I can just use my imagination for that and <laughs> say three quid. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise, it's it's free to, to watch. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So if you tune in, obviously, halfway through, you're going to get half the episode. I'm just wondering how successful it's going to be because most of the episodes are out there anyway. Yeah, Anyone who's likely to want to watch it will have them. And we all talk about Doctor Who online on other platforms. It just strikes me as a bit of an odd choice for them to go for it'd be interesting to see what their uh, figures are once yeah. it's over and I done there are with. a lot of new who fans that might drop in true. from time this to time very true. to see what's going on yeah twitch is a, a massive thing okay it's a young person thing i think yeah. it is can't yeah. be doing with that nonsense yeah. adjacent content yeah i don't know what that means really <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's just... content next to other content. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just wondering content. about the director of business development. Is there any relation? What? Different spelling of Weedon. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hitchhiker's Guide oh, yeah. New Vinyl LP Released Ooh. Some may remember the two specially Recorded LP releases for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the late 70s and the early 80s mm-hmm. I, I have them somewhere up in the loft I, I think yep. These were full cast re-recordings Of the first audio radio Split series, split into the First four episodes and the last two Episodes of the original six Sadly those are decades out of print And remain so, but if you do want to hear Hitchhiker's Guide on LP, then you are in luck. For the first time ever, the original radio series is coming to a vinyl near you. Okay. The first series, known as the Primary Phase, will be released on the 24th of August 2018 and feature exclusive sleeve notes by Neil Gaiman, who has also signed 500 art prints for a collectible version. Both sets will be three discs, an episode per side, with the regular version costing a cool six. <laughs> and the signed collector's version currently an unspecified price. If you need to ask the price, you can't afford it. (laughs) (laughs) Further sets are expected for later Hitchhiker's radio series, assuming anyone can afford the first. Yeah. (laughs) That's a a stupid amount of money. It is a lot of money for... I don't know what vinyl goes for these days. But £70 for three yeah. records seems Yeah, I have, an a, I have an addendum, and it certainly doesn't involve eight, 70 quid's worth of vinyl. <laughs> OK. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars, Boba Fett. Ah. Rumours abound that, not for the first time, Lucasfilm is hoping to bring everyone's most Star Wars of Bounty Hunters, Boba <laughs> Fett, to his own big screen story. Ah. Some time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, sorry, it was suggested that Josh Trank, the man who made such a hash of the last Fantastic Four film, was to helm a Fett film of his very own. Mm. Oh. 
That was until Trank had a Twitter outburst on the eve of his Fantastic Four film and allegations of onset abusive behaviour on his parts seeming put pay to Trank's Star Wars dreams. Mm. Writer and producer of this aborted FET film, Simon Kinberg, has apparently bided his time and will be working on the new version, along with his Logan co-writer and director James Mangold. Incidentally, Kinberg had the same role with Trank on Fantastic Four as he reportedly does now with Mangold or Forfait. Is that mm. a good or a bad thing? Mm. There has been no official word on any of this from Lucasfilm and the apparent poor performance of Solo at the box office only released a few days ago as we recall this might or might not change plans yet again. Mm. I'm sorry, I've never understood the fascination with Boba Fett. He was a failed car- a failed bounty hunter that got eaten by the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do anything worthy of plaudits. I've just never, un- ne- Solo, that's, that's never no understood the fascination. He was written out very badly. Yeah, yeah. it was. The- it was awful. It was. I don't know. It was a little boy thing because my brother really liked Boba Fett, and I know you really liked yeah, Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah. But it just seems, you know, will the film after this one be of the clarinet player in the cantina band? Yeah, yeah why not? Well, you know, oh. it might have a really interesting backstory. Well, yeah. might, yeah. but yeah. I think I think during Empire and the production for Empire, they built the character up. They made him appear to be such a bad guy. Yeah. And then completely failed to deliver yeah. that in, it was in Jedi. Yeah, yeah he's, he was great in Empire. Uh, but yeah, Jedi completely ruined it. But blame Lucas, right? <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah slapstick death. Uh, I just I just never understood the attraction of Boba Fett. I, I did wonder how he became such an iconic character, yeah. considering he was one of the many extras in the series. Yeah. Well, he's got that quite deadly thing going, isn't he? A bit of a mystery. That's only because he had a helmet on. Yeah. Lots of them did. Well, Darth Vader <laughs> entire, did too. The yeah. entire stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Well, Darth Vader was slightly more important to the story than, than Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know, but. Rumour has it that it was more than just him in the film. Mm. It's going to be a group of them doing God knows what. But bounty hunter shit. Bounty hunter stuff, maybe. Who knows, it might tie in somehow with uh, the, the new Han Solo recasting. Okay. Don't know. Don't know. Do we have any addendums? No. I, I have two. Mm-hmm. I have two. Ooh. You you, no, you go no, for no. yours. No, okay, well, I'll do my first one. Paper, scissors. I'll do my first one. Rock, paper, scissors. I'll do my first one. No, rock, paper, scissors. No, first. No, rock, yeah, paper, no, scissors. no who's first? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's more on Amazon that I have clocked this. BBC Shop, is it now? BBC Store. BBC Store. Yeah. store. They are releasing a TARDIS manual. Oh, okay. In It's on, on Amazon. It's in October. There's no front cover yet, so it's just a picture of a book. <laughs> but um, according to the blurb, it goes into details and floor plans and diagrams okay. which is, you know you know what I'm like he, if he, he had a little squeal I did I did have a little bit of wee <laughs> uh, all I heard was oh my god look what's coming out <laughs> Time for Christmas, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, it's in October. In it, October. Comes out, it comes out just after his birthday, uh, so he can't have it for his birthday, and wait. he's got to wait till Christmas. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I have some vinyl news. Okay. Mm. That isn't 70 quid's worth. Do we have to get talcum powder out? No. 
Big Wrong finish. Sort of vinyl. <laughs> Not that kind of sort of vinyl. <laughs> Big finish are offering via Sainsbury's and only through Sainsbury's Pretty the fourth weird. Doctor Sigma. Adventure Energy of the Daleks, starring Tom Baker and Louise Jameson on one eighty gram blue vinyl. It's a limited edition of one thousand five hundred and you can only buy it at Sainsbugs. Huh? Um, I don't like Sainsbury's. I, they work with Tesco's. I know. I picked mine up the other day and theirs is a more reasonable eighteen pounds. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I think this is out on CD or MP3 through Big Finish. I'm not sure. But I just saw it the other day and picked it up. And uh, Yeah, it's one of their regular stories. Energy yeah. of the Daleks, I've got. It, I think it was in the, the first or the second. Yeah. Uh, Fourth Doctor Bart Batch. I'll so. see it's a bit of a promo thing for them yeah. to get into Sainsbury's and oh yeah. chose a particularly interesting one. The, the, I, I love it. It's a nice... Oh, with a new Doctor Who logo. That that's is. what I was yeah. just going to say. Yeah. It's got the new Doctor Who logo on it. It's the Fourth Doctor kind of wish they'd had the original low the fourth doctor's logo on it just to keep it in with yeah. the fourth doctor but, like, they might have had the McGann logo which is yeah. one which has been but from the from the point logo. of view of catching the eye that's obviously the logo that's in now and all the rest of it yep. you should but save yes. that completely wrapped still because one day one day Tom, Tom will, will die yes yeah. and then you know I have number 800 mm. of 1500 Okay. Yeah. See, there's a significance there. But yeah, yeah, round mm. figure. Eighteen quid is a lot, lot cheaper than seventy quid. Yeah. What, what it's like? I mean, it's in Tardis blue. The vinyl's Tardis blue and that kind of stuff. But I've yeah. not opened mine or anything. I presume this was originally a one CD job. I think so. it was a two. Okay, is this a two-disc one then? No, part one is on one side. Vi- vinyl twist. Yeah, you can't get half. You can't get an hour on a on one side of a vinyl. But they're forty-five minutes long, aren't they? No, they tend to be more like 50, 60 minutes. Is that no? No, time? if it's if it's taking after the original TV series, then it'll be two twenty-five-minute episodes per side. By the time you've counted out the credits and all the waffle about we d- recorded this on Tuesday, etc., etc., just the plain story. So itself. you say half hour per side. Yeah, it's one vinyl. Okay, <laughs> it's one piece of vinyl. It's mm. blue. Go it's and blue. buy it. Go and buy it. Right, your second addendum, sir. Along with my blueprints fame, mm-hmm. they are releasing a manual for a Firefly class uh, spacecraft, along well. with notations for the crew on how well it flies and what it's like to travel in. Okay, is this Titan? Uh, I think it's Titan. Yeah, it's been a long time since they've done anything Firefly. Yeah, they yeah, but they, a few things. They are releasing. Uh, a, set, a, a, a blueprint book basically mm, for okay. serenity mm. no my, idea what the price at the moment sorry alright my last addendum also mm. features Tom Baker okay the BFI on the 23rd November of June no. I think it is are screening the restored version of the 1975 Christmas BBC omnibus version of Genesis of the Daleks with 5.1 surround sound okay now I know that they're looking at Blu-ray and some of Tom's original stuff so I don't they know are. if this is a prequel to it being re- more so. generally yeah. released seeing how it goes down or what have you but it will be interesting to see how the restored version looks yeah they won't have restored it especially for that one screening that's it I think they've got um, I could be mistaken but I think they've got a screening of Genesis in the States as well that's going on that I've seen but we have Philip Hinchcliffe doing the Q&A afterwards 
<laughs> so yeah, it does look. I think it's his first season, Baker's yeah. first yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, which is coming out on Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. Yeah. shortly. Been delayed by a week, isn't it? I think. Yeah. So this might be an extra that be. they're going to put on that because this is his yeah. first season as yeah. well. That's twenty-third of June at the BFI South Bank, London. If mm. the tickets have not already all gone, <laughs> probably have better. He may be lucky. If it's BFI, they probably all gone weeks ago. Yeah. Any more addendums? Nope. Thus endeth the news. Okay, we've been to the cinema. We've yeah, been yep. to see Solo, a Star Wars story. Pause some music. We're kind of split on this one. Only, <laughs> only minorly split. Mine's... I don't think anybody hates it. No, I no. think we all enjoyed I'm it, acting. but some of us, I think, enjoyed it more than others. Yeah. I, quite frankly, could have watched this for days. <laughs> I love everything they've put out for the Star Wars universe. I, I don't subscribe to the notion that nothing since The Empire Strikes Back has been worth watching <laughs> and other nonsense that's been thrown around on Twitter. Caravan of Courage is brilliant. Oh, Caravan of Courage. But no, this this was everything I wanted from a Star Wars story. It was it was just wonderful. I loved the guy who played Han Solo. Donald Glover as Lando oh, was brilliant. excellent. Yeah. Channeling. He, he, was, he was wonderful. And the, the secondary characters were also excellent. And the Mother of Dragons did very, very well. <laughs> um, I have to admit, the scene where Han comes in and sees Lando for the Han. first time and he's sitting there with the girls and playing cards and there's something that Landau says and he's got the voice and the mannerism so right I'm sitting thinking they haven't been playing silly buggers with their uh, creativity no. on the ICG and they've just made the actor look younger because no, he got no. it so was, pitch yeah. perfect he was yeah. excellent I, and the, the falcon seeing the falcon oh, looking new and shiny I'm like I actually thought I enjoyed this a lot more than Infinity Wars I, I started fidgeting in Infinity Wars mm. I thoroughly enjoyed this I thought the only thing that didn't quite sit right with me with Han... Han. Sorry, he, he told you halfway he through the film. He did correct, although I've always said Han. Years of Han so Apparently like, Lando always called him Han in Empire. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Kind of, yeah. But uh, the, only thing, the only thing that I wasn't sure about the character, he came across as a little too naive... But he was, he was just, he was a I know he's, he's very young and all this, yeah. but even after he's been at war for three years, etc., he was still a little bit too childish and naive. And that is my one and only mm. niggle. And it's not a kind of like, oh, don't see it. It's just one of those things like, okay, <laughs> I would have liked the character to be not quite that naive, but I thoroughly I th- I enjoyed he, it. I think he has to start out naive just to show the oh, contrast yeah. between him and the crotchety old sod that oh, he becomes. Really does, yeah. I love the relationship with Chewbacca. That is instant. <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? Definitely I did wonder, I did wonder how they were going to introduce Chewie, and yeah. that wasn't what I was expecting. No, it's done as anybody is expecting. The, yeah. the, the original backstory, the now legend's backstory, is that he saved Chewie from the spice mines of Kessel. I think mm. he was enslaved. Yeah, I wasn't. I, he was enslaved, but to my knowledge, he just saved him somehow, somewhere. I think the Kessel. I yeah. think it was originally. Mm. So they're not miles from that. No, it was Kessel to show up. Yeah, and, they, and they're and war Wookiees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Castle, but uh, yeah. And so we don't know that he might have originally been there and they've just traded him off or something. 
And spoiler music for those who haven't seen it. I love the way they address the Kessel Run being oh, yes. done in 12 mm, parsecs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and even then they were legends. lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not sure that's spoiler music. We know he did the Kessel Run in 12 yeah, parsecs. But, we just haven't said how. <laughs> As I say, it's 12 parsecs in this film. By the time we get less to. Than, yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the time we get to uh, Star Wars, it's less than 12 parsecs. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. embellishing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing in this film, it was more like 15, but he said he was just rounding down. <laughs> Better than 20. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. His love interest. Kira. Yeah. She turned out to be a bitch, didn't she? Hmm. I don't know. She got what she wanted. And you control. don't know what happened to her after he left her. No, it is no. left on something of a... I don't know, cliffhanger's the right word, but left unresolved. Muted. Yeah. Yeah. Because clearly not nice things happened to her and well, she's been brainwashed to many ex It was it was a foregone conclusion that she was wasn't gonna end up with Han or was going to end up Han. dead yeah. at mm. the end of this because she's not around. Mm-hmm. Never mentioned ever yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. One of the other things I liked about this was the original Star Wars film and when I say the original Star Wars film I obviously a, a new mean hope. episode New Hope partly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it was a Cowboys and Indians film. Yeah. With the lasers and all the rest of it, but extensively, this it was a Cowboys and Indians. Mm-hmm. This is extensively a Cowboys and Indians film. Yeah, this is definitely a Western. It's, it's oh, definitely yeah. that same kind of. I mean, even as the whole heist in the Train middle of the heist. desert yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it has such a similar, for me, it had such a similar feel to. Yeah. And I like all the bits I, I think you know, Star Wars going off to tattooing and that kind of thing. Well, so th- this is it. it well, didn't... he still wanted to save the princess, but, but the, it the wasn't first a princess, one, and it... the first one was classic fantasy of saving Ooh. a princess from a wizard in a in a yeah. castle. Yeah, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed this film immensely, but it wasn't Star Wars enough for me. No force at all. No force. No. Hardly any empire. But why would yeah. there be any force? That's not his part of the no, story, that's and, not, no. part, that's and the, not... there was the empire because he was, you know, he initially was signed up to fly, and but and his, you... and you bring the rebellion in as but, well. The thing, yeah. the thing is, the <laughs> Empire was not the villain. The Empire is just something in the background. Well, that, that's life, you know. But that the, the German quant- army wasn't the villain until Hitler decided to get but it. But what quantifies for me. That is what quantifies oh. the Star Wars film. I think the Empire was actually a lot more in control than we're led to believe. Because at the end of it, the I'm guy not- that hired them—I'm trying not to give the plot away. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that hired them, who was running him, is very obviously. Part of the empire, so the empire is not. not actually. By this point in the storyline, he's he's completely divorced from the empire. That that is another different problem that we'll address. Yeah, they don't really go into any backstory there. You have to know exactly. In in everywhere, all the first three Star Wars films, you had the main villain was the empire. Yeah. Yeah. In um, the prequel, in the prequels, you have the empire building being yes. created mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. in Rogue One empire we have the Empire yeah, yeah. it's not the but in the, vi- the villain in this one the villain in this one is the cartels yeah yeah, yeah but that yeah. fits with it being a Han yeah. Solo story I don't mind yeah. that and if you yeah. look at the uh, the old Han Solo books by um, Daly Sonny Daly or something yeah. Brian Daly is it um, yeah those weren't at all about uh, the Empire they are about the corporate sector and what mm. have you weren't they so that is an imp- imperial standing it was given governance by the Empire it's an imp- no, I, I, I'm disagreeing with you here because yeah. I don't think there was any need for there to be any any force or anything involved in Han Solo's story because that yeah. that wasn't his life be. before and, he bumped and, into and also, Luke Hans, and Leia. Han Solo's a smuggler, so he's yeah. going to be his world is going to yeah. be things like the cartels and yeah, that, and avoiding the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So that quantifies it a Star Wars film. What is a Star Wars film? Anything set, set in, in that, that universe. universe. Yeah, exactly. It's as simple as that. But the thing is, my point is you can easily strip out the Empire and easily strip out that and it would still be a good film, but it wouldn't be a Star Wars film. Yeah, but this one is. It's set, it's but, a Star Wars character in the Star Wars universe. Just because it hasn't got all the other little bits and pieces in all the other stories so, does, doesn't make it any less a Star Wars film. So, my, it is. Point, so my point is, you could have set it in any universe. Well, no, you couldn't, because Han Solo is a Star Wars character, belongs in the Star Wars uh, universe, So you could as easily, does Lando. You could have easily written this out and put in Star-Lord. No, you couldn't. I think Why you on could, earth could you have I, done that? They're it's, roughly the same character. I, no. You certainly you could, for me, it felt almost more Firefly than yeah. Star Wars, but that's fine because mm. I see the need they have to expand the Star Wars universe. The saga trilogy is ending shortly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they're going to do a new set of films after that. They've got a TV yeah. series, which, again, is probably going to be more underworldy yeah. than uh, the films have been up to now. So I can see them stamping their mark and saying Star Wars is more than just the Empire, more than mm. just Jedi. And I've got, and the, so I've got the feeling this fine. was at, works for me. at the point at which the Empire was established, yeah. but hadn't oh, actually expanded. Mm. Um, because we had the incident, obviously, the Empire was where the Wookiee was. Um, cause yeah, they, they were trying they, to they, they, pacify that. That, that, yes, um, and he signed up to join the Empire yeah. to learn to be a flyboy. We we missed that three years of it, so they're there, but they haven't become the dark force that and, we kind of know them and as that's now. That's because, as we were told in the film, the rebellion was only just the seeds were just being sown. So the Empire's yeah. ticking along in its happy little niche with no one to oppose it, mm-hmm. and they're just about to get a kick in the bum from this rebellion that they don't know is coming up behind them but and that's when they become know. and that's when they become the force for evil that we recognise them as that's not the impression you get from what is it Revenge of the Jedi not Revenge of the Jedi Sith the last Sith Revenge of the Sith Revenge yeah. of the Sith they were it's Sith it's it's thoroughly evil through and through yeah but most people in the universe won't know that it's just yeah, a, it's a just change them. in government uh, it would take time for the, the villainy of the, the government to really come to light Yeah, I think and that's clearly what they're going for here oh we have agreed on everything. Yeah, that's fine. My only problem is that it feels a bit crowbarred in that yeah. Han happened to be there at the inception of the Rebel Alliance. Mm. That felt like a step too far. <laughs> why, yes, why it was, do, a, it was a happy coincidence, yeah, wasn't it? Why, why does he need to be there to, to help seed the rebellion like that? Or was he, yeah. you know, do we, we, do we know that that was the the inception of the alliance. Well, that's it's, the implication. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe. happened to be one of many events that... It's a, it's a galaxy-wide yeah, organisation. Yeah. This is just one tiny little corner of and it. And maybe they never got to the, join the alliance proper. I don't know. It was yeah. already being nice, organised Nice to see Warwick film. Davis, though. Oh, yeah, without... Uh, with actually see him. Oh, His gun was as big allegedly, as... Yeah. Allegedly. Same character. According, yeah. yeah, according to one of the YouTube links, it's the same character that popped up in Phantom Menace. Right. Yep. So he yep. he, survi- he survived oh, X cool. amount of years and yeah. is now in yeah. with the rebellion. Yeah. Yep. That was a big gun, though. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate that they're saying that this hasn't done too well at the box office. Apparently not. I think there's a number of things that have gone against it. First of all, if you are a fan or you watch the reviews or what have you, all the hassle that's gone on in the background might put people off. Even we were concerned a bit about what it's... I was never going to not gonna... go and watch it, though. <laughs> no, 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 no. So there are people that do listen to that. Secondly, you are going to have an element of fans of, it's not, it's not Luke, it's not so-and-so. But I think the biggest thing of... To 
why the box office is not that good at the moment is it's been released on a bank holiday weekend in America and in the UK. And whilst you might think that means that people rush out to the cinema in Britain, we had sunshine! Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we don't often. (laughs) We don't, so people don't tend to go to cinemas when it's sunshine. I think this is a little bit of a grower. I think this is one of those ones where it's going to become a bigger box office than it's starting out where people are going to see it and saying, actually it was quite good, I'll go go and see it or go back again. Maybe. I think it's going to improve its figures now the bank holiday's over. We shall see. But what this obsession is about, yeah, oh, it's got the gross, biggest gross of box office on the Greatest Showman is taking in more than most other films have done in any on, but it didn't have a big box office day, but it's slowly... It's quite a crowded time. Uh, time at the moment. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot out. Yeah, it's been. We've got Deadpool, mm. we've had Avengers recently, got Jurassic World coming out, but Ant-Man and the Wasp is coming along shortly, a bit later for and us here, Cinnamon unfortunately. Cinnamon is not cheap for a lot of people no, unless you get no. the uh, yeah. limited card I don't know I hope this doesn't put them off doing this sort of thing although I would hope they don't just go down the road of just bringing back popular characters and making well, films mm, of them the trouble is mm. one of, that's I think put people again, off again one of the rumours I've heard is the guy who's played Solo has been contracted for two more Star Wars films yeah you could see how they could do a sequel to this one potentially yeah mm. especially where he's going at the end of it well that's the thing they, yeah. you, you assume that he's going to do his work for Jabba but Jabba was never f- mentioned no, so, he wasn't, and it's probably yeah. too long a gap yet. Exactly. He might get to know Jabba and do a little bit yeah. of work, but he won't be in trouble with Jabba so for quite a while. I think, yeah. while I think it's yeah. about yeah. set and to be set about 10 years, 15 it's quite, years yeah. before. Yeah. And you've got all the problems with Kira and uh, her overlord to deal with potentially. Which yeah. they might yeah. do in a film or a comic or a book or God knows, a TV series maybe. I also have big problems with people who say, oh, there's been too many of them. There have not been too many of them. And if they're all as good as this, they can put one out every year as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. It's, well, then they you know, are. Well, yeah, exactly. And no, no one whinges about Marvel popping up every three months, every third day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe. Once every four months maybe. Yeah, the difficulty here is that it's only been six months in the last Star Wars. Because so? it, 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 it was originally meant to be years. March, yeah. Uh, yeah. May rather, and they've all slipped apart from this one. Mm. Ironically, given all the trouble they had behind the scenes, yeah. other issues, <laughs> this one actually stuck to May, and probably they should have left it and pushed it back to, to December, like the rest of them. Yeah, November, no, I, I was. I would happily watch films like this all if, the time. I would say if they were going to delay this one, I would have released it for the summer holidays. Yeah. If I was going to say that well, that one was too yeah. close, and I want to hit it at a big weekend, I'd have released this for the summer holidays. I'd have made it a summer holiday movie and released it for August over here in America. I'm with Karen, yeah. It's not like it's the same film. It's a good film. It's a different film. I don't have the problems with them releasing a film. every. At the end of the day, if they're good films, you go and see it. When they're not good films anymore, I'm starting to lose the shine with Marvel. I didn't see Black Panther. I wanted to go and see it, but I'm kind of marvelled out. <laughs> and it's like, I need to try other flavours of movies. Mm. So I think the audience will then let them know when it's enough's enough. I liked Let's the Fagin character at the beginning as well. The worm. That big worm <laughs> yeah. thing. Mm. Oh. Proxima. Is that what it was called? Lady Proxima. Proxima. Yeah, yeah. That was weird. Yeah. See, that's the sort of thing I like. All this, this background stuff, things yeah. that are going on where the rebellion and the empire are not. Mm. They're just normal people. But 
In its own right, I think it's a good film and it's worth seeing. Yeah, yeah, I've got to agree with that, yeah. yeah. A lot of people thought this is the film nobody asked for. I think that's hit the box office. And in a way, coming away from it, I feel like it's a great film, although if I'd never seen it, I wouldn't feel it like I'd missed anything. Yeah, it doesn't distract from the main story. Yeah, no. I'd prefer in the future if they didn't take a character and try to create a story around the character, but rather they'd have a, an idea for a plot yeah. and start from that direction. As they did with Rogue One, they had, mm. yeah. how did the plans of their star get stolen? Start from story, don't start from character. Mm-hmm. But, having said that, it's a good film, so yep. can't complain too much. <laughs> we have been watching something, watching Doctor Who. Ooh. And this time, to connect it to our previous review, we have been watching things that have been taking place back in time. We've been watching The Time Meddler. <laughs> When you're rewriting history. Yeah. <laughs> so, first Doctor. Yep. yep. End of season two. Yes. Yep. Yes. Ian and Barbara have just gone. Yep. Verity Lambert is on her way out. This is her final story. It is. Uh, first story for Stephen, Stephen Taylor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. First, yeah. first full got story. Vicky. Yep. Yes. We like Vicky. Yes. <laughs> so did, we don't uh, like Stephen. Well, no. I don't like Stephen. Oh, was it? He comes across as a total arse in this. Oh. Not only is he patronising to Vicky all yeah. the bloody time, yeah. but there's this bit in the first episode where him and Vicky are trying to find the Doctor and they're hiding behind a convincing-looking tree <laughs> and a local wanders through. And instead of stepping forward and saying, hello, we're travellers, blah, 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 could you guide us to blah, 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 Stephen attacks the guy. Oh, yes. and punches him I mean what an utter dick he gets punched back well it serves him right he should have got punched more than that he, he did have trouble believing it was a time machine yes yeah. there's no excuse to go punching maybe people. he thought it was a reenactor and thought it's their fair game I don't yeah. know <laughs> it was like the people tried to take out the aliens in the alien marine mm. reenactment no, Stephen oh, unfortunately is my oh, least favourite yeah. companion out of all of them yeah oh okay I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm with you there Stephen was never my my, my most yeah. favourite of companions. I know he was supposed to be a pilot or soldier. Space or pirate. Space yes. uh, pilot. pilot. Um, so Action hero. Yeah, so he was there to replace changed. Ian, but yes. Ian was yeah. decent. Yeah. You know? I don't know, the character just never quite sat right with me. I don't mm. know if it was the writing or... Mm. don't feel like I know him very well. Uh, he, one of Peter Purvis's main complaints is he got lumbered with lines for Barbara. Well, exactly, well there was a it. whole flipping episode yeah. where he was being Barbara. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, this is not a good story for his character. No. no. As it goes on, he the character gets better. But if I'd listed my favourite companions... Stephen tends to come to the middle towards the bottom. Anyway, this is set shortly before 1066. It's set in 1066. But before, the events, before the events of 1066. Yeah. Uh, the Vikings are going to invade. Mm-hmm. And it's your lot paying a visit, isn't it? I was going to get one in the eye. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, William the Conqueror's coming over. And, and up, in, up on a hill, on a lonely, desolate hillside, is a monastery mm. with a monk in it. <laughs> Just with a record one. player. Electric monk. 1960s fashion watch. 
for some yeah. reason. Yeah. And, and, and a, a toaster. gramophone. Yeah. And a toaster. And yeah. a wind-up gramophone. A lot of 1960s tech. Yeah. No, yeah. ready yeah. for reason other than that it's filmed in the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> it was convenient. They were having a sale. Played yeah. by someone who, anyone watching it now is just going to go, oh, he's an okay old actor. Yeah. But at the time, was the equivalent of getting a major star in your lead role? Butterworth, wasn't Peter it? Butterworth. Yeah. Peter yeah. Butterworth. Yeah. He was one of the main leads in the Carry On movies, yeah. which were prevalent at that time. He was a big name. It's not quite like getting Robert Downey Jr. in yeah. to play Doctor Who, but it's that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So um, was this the first time we'd seen another Time Lord? Yes. yes. Although, of course, we don't know that he's no, another no, Time Lord. No. There is distinct lack of backstory here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, just, he's got a TARDIS. You see his no, TARDIS. he's got a machine. Yes. Oh, he calls never, it a time never, machine. He doesn't call it a TARDIS. Yeah, anymore. I think Vicky says, oh, it's a TARDIS, yeah, but then the yeah. Doctor just refers to it as the machine, the doc- doesn't yeah. it? The Doctor refers to it as the machine, and the Monk refers to it as his time travel yeah. craft. There's yeah. some interesting little things here, like he makes fun of the Doctor for the fact <laughs> yeah. that the TARDIS is a police box and asks him, what was he called it? Doesn't your camouflage unit. equipment work? Your yeah. camouflage unit work? Mm. And wasn't yet the chameleon circuit. Yeah. Well, the whole thing about that scene, that particular scene where they're virtually comparing TARDISes, oh. strikes me as a scene from Top Gear. Top Gear. It's <laughs> yes. Jeremy Clarkson and Richard Hammond <laughs> yeah, going, yeah. well, mine's better than yours and you've got a very small penis. Yeah. <laughs> it's a newer model and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've gone for Do that. Do you notice know, his, his console was up on a yeah. plinth? Yeah, yeah much, much taller, yeah. yeah. I, I think that was so William Hartnell could actually get underneath and rummage around. That's true, he didn't have to get on his yeah, hands he didn't have to bend down so <laughs> yeah. far. The premise of the story is the monk, who is the yeah. other Time Lord, although Not we named. don't call yeah. him the Time Lord, doesn't have a name other than the monk, and he likes to go through time Meddling with things. Because yes. he wanted to yeah. wipe out the Vikings. He wants to he? wipe out the Vikings and so, go down and save Harold and meet Harold in and 1066. send William and back send off William to back. Yeah, he's got a, a great uh, blind he pulls out all yeah. these yeah, uh, Isn't that wonderful? It's essentially my to-do list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a in Northumbria, position atomic cannon, sight Vikings, light beacon fires, destroy Viking fleet, uh, Norman landing, battle of Hastings, meet King Harold. That <laughs> is a big <laughs> thing. <laughs> meet King Harold. And it seems like he's gone through time and no profit, seen other, met other people well, and that Da kind Vinci. Of stuff. Da Vinci. Unlike the master type character who is manipulating things for nefarious ends, the character here you get the feeling he's just he's just enjoying himself he just wants to meet things he wants to meet things and wants to improve things because they were saying if William the Conqueror never battled over England there wouldn't be the fights in Europe a century later as Mm. England is trying to reclaim its French territories Mm -hmm. who's after uh, television so uh, William Shakespeare could put Hamlet on On TV TV. (laughs) so he's yes he's out there essentially enjoying himself but there is a semi plan around it just justification yeah. for doing this and it's the, it's the hint that he's done it before like he said um, do you really think early man would have been able to make Stonehenge yeah. without my levitation equipment yeah. <laughs> so he's not a bad bad guy he's just a blooming pain in the bum <laughs> he is a meddler yeah extensively the story involves lots of getting the doctor and Stephen and Vicky locked in a cell in the monastery mm. that just conveniently has the one back entrance escape the route was, uh... out it reminded me of that black 
Blackadder episode where um, Blackadder, Baldrick and Percy are monks oh, yeah. and they find a secret passage and the knights come in and go, oh my God, where have they gone? Oh God, they've gone down the secret passage to the nunnery. <laughs> <laughs> it was that obvious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Stephen and Vicky in this seem to, apart from punching innocent people, seem to have nothing to do. All they yeah. did was go back and forth between mm. the beach and the monastery over and over and yeah, over they're, again. They're, they're yeah. running behind, trying to catch up to the Doctor, running behind the Doctor. He's an old who, man. Who isn't even in it for one episode. Yeah, episode <laughs> two, he's entirely was a, missing. Yeah. Yeah. Who finds himself another young lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even the, though the she's a married woman. woman. Yeah. yeah. She was very blonde for a Saxon. Yes. Mm. He, might, he might be a young doctor, but he likes some more mature ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be younger than him or not, but yeah. Well, considering he's what, he's only about six no, he was only about four hundred years old at this point. Yeah, he's still a young He's a baby lad. <laughs> I know it wasn't planned, and I know it was years and uh, a couple of years before they thought of this, but the monk to my mind seems a very good architect for the second doctor. They mm, have definitely yeah. lots they look similar and they, they have a lot similar attitude. Yeah, yeah obviously. The kind of the mild panic. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of the first doctor stories, this is one of those ones I quite like. It's it's easy on the eye mm. as well. It's it's not a brain strain story, but it's actually quite a fun story. It does have a story to it which sometimes they seem to pad it out so much yeah. you forget what the actual story was this although there's lots of running backwards and forwards yeah. through corridors <laughs> it's not as padded out no. as some stories are of that era because it's still only a four-parter mm-hmm. whereas sometimes they got padded out to six parters yeah. and you sit going oh what so this, this one could have quite easily condensed it down to a two-parter and not lost anything mm. yeah a bit yeah but some great dialogue particularly in the first episode the first doctor space helmet for a cow yeah. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that famous fluff of his. Yeah, uh, I prefer walking to goat. any day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, this is what struck me, certainly in the first episode, we've always been told that uh, the first Doctor is, is crotchety and bad-tempered. Mm-hmm. But he, he's almost manically humorous, certainly the first episode. Yeah. And when he's with the monk, particularly, yeah. yeah lots of laughing and... Uh, That's it. Hilarity and uh, jollity. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the first Strange. time he can talk to someone as an equal. Yeah. He is the meddling monk. I think he'd be an interesting character to not bring back permanently, but to have another encounter with. In, um, on TV. In, in TV. Who. In mm. New Who. I think it'd be quite interesting because... It's a long time ago, though. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's the master. I think if any if no, any doctor no. was, if any character was from the early series, it would be the warlord. Yeah. I think he's just like the doctor. He's done a runner, only, and it's also for his own vested interest. They're just how they've portrayed those vested interests uh, slightly different well this this is the thing given the training that time lords go through and it's drummed into them from a very young age that you don't interfere why is he the way he is is he an escaped lunatic yeah maybe is he actually really really young is he actually the age peter butterworth was at the time which for time lords is like being nine so he's a teenager essentially sticking his nose into it's felt stifled and yeah as we've seen from the series you can't change time as the way same ways you can't run from a red light you can do it you just don't know what the reaction will be Mm. and Mm. back then you know as we as we saw whenever the doctor did something a little bit naughty the time lords were on him so why aren't why weren't they after this guy well the time lords are certainly very finicky about what they do as it seems with the master with the varney with the monk as soon as you're off gallifrey you're somebody else's problem yeah Yeah, unless you're the doctor yeah it's 
they seem to take particularly in- particular interest in the Doctor. Mm. Yeah. But I think that is simply because he came to them from help. He forced them mm. to actually examine what he's doing. Yeah, yeah he had no yeah. problems up until that point. Yeah. Up Not until, like he was being chased or anything. Yeah, up until we... War Games, yeah. they completely ignored him. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think being a Time Lord, you probably just feel like all the other races are just pathetic little ants. Yeah. Yeah. They're your playthings. That's and, a bit dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what the monks going out to have yeah. a bit of fun yeah. in the sand pits with yeah. these uh, yeah. primitives. But it's interesting, Vicky said when um, Stephen was saying, so well, how can he rewrite, how can he change history? Yeah. And she said, well, it hasn't been written yet. And she, she was explaining that when the second that the monk does something that changes history, they'll just remember it different. Yeah. Yeah, which is obviously her assuming it would happen. Mm. Doesn't seem to be that way in Doctor Who, actually. But depends. depends yeah. Generally, is. if you change history, then you, yeah, rem- you remember yeah. the old version because you're protected from it. But yes, but she wouldn't know she, that. She wouldn't know that. No. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. I think if you if you haven't seen much of old Who, original Who, or however the heck you want to pronounce it, if you haven't seen much of the first Doctor, this isn't a bad one to watch. The acting yeah. is is very good on all parts. Um, the yeah, villagers, yeah, the villagers are a little bit. Stereotype as are the Vikings and some of the sure one of them backdrops. is Masterisk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the meddling monk is quite good. The, say the Doctor is a light-hearted version of him, but it's, it's an episode worth watching. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, we'd like to know what you thought of the uh, meddling monk. <laughs> you can write to us at show at staggeringstories.net. We do have a bit of audio feedback from Crumbly talking about this. Ooh. Should we listen to that quickly? Yes, we shall. Over to you, Crumbly. Hello, Crumbly here. Sorry Hello. I'm not here for this podcast, but I'm currently enjoying the manifold pleasures of uh, Hampshire at the moment. Okay. I thought I'd put in my penny's worth about the time meddler and what happened in it. It's definitely all changed on the tile list with um, Ian Chesterton and Barbara, with Dead. her intimidating hairstyle gone, and <laughs> only Vicar remaining. However... Help is at hand, but the thought of Peter Purvis in a rather dishevelled state, stumbling through the TARDIS doors while clutching a cuddly toy panda, rather worrying. I find him doing commercials for over 50s life insurance scary enough. (laughs) This was the first time I'd seen the Time Meddler in its entirety, and was amused to see Peter Butterworth in pre-carry-on days as the monk wandering around, chuckling to himself as he set his dire machinations in, in progress. In essence, the time meddler is a romp, with the Doctor and the monk indulging in some time lord one-upmanship, to say the least. I must say that the monk must be one of the most hospitable captors that the Doctor has ever had, in making an eggs on toast and a pot of tea in the morning. Which is very considerate of him. I'm not too sure what the relationship is between the monk and the Doctor. One moment, the Doctor is menacing the monk with a pointy stick, and the next moment they're giggling conspiratorially like a couple of schoolgirls talking about willies. <laughs> there are anachronisms galore with, this, uh, with the Saxon warrior wearing r- wristwatch, let alone the monk's uh, toaster and gramophone playing Gregorian chants. Just thinking, put a funky drum beat to that and you'd have a million-selling chart single. Or has someone done that already? A couple of other things that lodged in my memory. The Viking warriors... All that leather and studs they are wearing. They are either escapees from a Duran Duran video, or there are models for a new fetishware catalogue for 1067. <laughs> you never know. The monks plan to destroy the marauding Viking ships, so that King Harold and his army will be battle-ready and not tired when they face the invading Norman armies. was well-intentioned, but as we all know, history is littered with those who believe they are doing the right thing, but for all the wrong reasons. 
A couple of moments that made me laugh out loud. Well, the sword play was very much by numbers, mm. and all the combatants looked like they were doing their best not to hurt each other. Oh, yeah. And the scene where everybody is chasing each other out of the monastery. Well, if you could have speeded the film up of that, of that scene up slightly and put that to the tune of the Benny Hill chase music, well, what more can I say? All in all, The Time Meddler was a fun-to-watch episode. It was just a shame we never got to see any more of the meddling monk. Anyway, that's enough mm. of my ramblings, so I'll hand you back to my erstwhile co-presenter. So until the next time, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Yeah, yeah. Thank of course, you. we did see the monk again. Yes. Monk it, did return. He did turn up in Master Plan. Yeah. Yeah. Couple, and a couple of episodes. Well, so he's returned in Big Finish. He's, yeah, we've got him played by Graham Garden and then Rufus Hound. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> interestingly. I haven't heard any of those. I don't know how they yeah. turn out. I haven't heard any of Rufus Hound, but I've heard a couple of the Graham Garden ones. Ah. They're not bad. Mm. Does he stay as a, a meddling chap? Yeah. Not, not actually evil? I, no, no. I, the Graham Garden one, I would say, is still meddling. It's just uh, circumstances begin to overtake him. Oh, OK. I'll have to give those a listen. Yeah. The Rachel Doctor ones, if that helps. Oh, oh again. Yes. Well, it turns out some of you nice people have been writing... Well, one of you nice people have been writing <laughs> to us. Hi, Pinky. Hello. Hello. Pinky. I'm not sure. Alexa, what are we talking to you about? <laughs> and, and we also have an audio bit of feedback. We do. We've heard from Pinky. Hello, Pinky. Pinky. Pinky says, hello, hello, hello. Yours is the first review of Infinity War that actually made me want to watch it. Well done, I might even do so. <laughs> so sad I couldn't make it to the Capitol. I yes. need to meet Terence. <laughs> Who is this senile fool leaving audio feedback? My dear man, I'm sure you're lovely, but your opinions are in poor taste. Who was that? Remember. Can't remember. Oh, dear. <laughs> Which... P.S. us a senile old fool. Yeah. P.S. I have recently encountered a certain slattery too. Hmm. Yeah, not impressed. Anywho, I'm off to be healthy for a couple of hours at the gym. What? Oh, my God. Don't worry. I'll make sure to spoil it all with food and drink afterwards. Yay. Goodbye, gang. Pinky. Thank you, Pinky. Pinky, Pinky mentioned Terence. Right. Oh, God. We have to say... Hello, Hello Terence! Uh, what about, what about <laughs> the wrath of... No, I'm, I'm just not doing it today. But you're yeah. not doing it today. The eyes will get you. I don't care. I Why can't see. You, you'll I be there asleep and he'll drag himself up by his lips. He's what? had a wash. He has had a wash, hasn't he? He's looking very spry. <laughs> Where's he been? Was he snuck hey. out? Did you take him in the bath with you again? <laughs> in the shower, maybe, yeah. <laughs> did you give him a good scrub? <laughs> did you mention that scene in... Uh, solo with uh, in the shower, did we? Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> He's been showered with a Wookiee. <laughs> hello, hello, Pertwee. Hello, at various other things. things and Graham and Dangerous Church. Anyway, oh, no. did you say we had another piece of audio feedback? I do believe we do. Who's this a... from? Certain Galashon. Dear the staggering stories, and why is that? That shouldn't be so low. Oh, that's very strange. Uh, anyway, hello. Hello. Um, hello. Yeah, I just moved my microphone. <laughs> I heard. Um, yep, it's me. Um, yes, uh, I rather enjoyed talking about the three doctors last week, so I'm going to talk about the time middle of this oh, week. Uh, don't worry, I'm going to be brief. <laughs> to see now long, so um, <laughs> What a fun story it is, up except for one point. Um, oh. The implied rape of Edith. Yeah, which 
for television in general back then was pretty harsh. But for a kid's show? Good not, grief. Not a kid's show. Um, <laughs> family program. Of course, we've got Stephen's First Adventure, full of, uh, well, what the hell's going on here? And we've got that brilliant Billy Fluff. Except I am pretty sure it was deliberate. Hartnell was a cunning old goat. <laughs> got and it he in there. prefers um, to any day. And... An awful lot of those so-called fluffs were actually part of the character, and I'm pretty sure the mountain goat thing was. All I know is that when we watched it on the repeat back in 91, 92? I can't remember. It started off Adam's goat obsession. Which, <laughs> I don't have a goat obsession. I don't know what it is with him it's and goats. I, 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 I just don't alone. know. Just having a bark outside. That's nice. Um, so Hartnell really, really brings his A-game. You can always tell, well, to be honest with you, most of the the actors who played the Doctor, if they get a damn good foil, then they really will up their uh, up their game. Um, Pertwee, for example, with Troughton and the Three Doctors. Uh, Hartnell with Peter Butterworth. I mean, God, that man... Peter, Hartnell is having so much fun with it. He, he really does bring his A-game to it. That's what Gene said. Uh, and, for example, Tom um, in the Rebus operation going up against... I was going to say Peter Unstoff. No, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, dear, I can't remember his name. Oh, the guy who played Garen. Um, Jeff. Yeah. Um, Bob. And it, oh, it's just possible to watch those Greg. two. I, I wish they'd had more time together. I know there was two episodes in the following series, but wouldn't it have been nice to have Peter Butterworth back, especially against Troughton? God, can you imagine the yeah, shit chaos? Okay. So, um, there's that. One last thing, apart from it being the... All right, two last things. Apart from it being the very first pseudo-historical... Yes. There's the first cliffhanger that isn't in peril, danger, or anything else like that. It's it's a mystery. It's a discovery. It's the monk's got a TARDIS. Can you imagine watching that back in 1965 and thinking, Jesus, you were there. Christ, or no, that oh, I say that back then. How terribly <laughs> unusual, as they would have probably said back then, whilst coughing through smog. Um, yeah, so uh, Time Meddler, lots of fun. Couldn't apparently be restored properly and vidfired. What a shame. But um, I really do wish Peter Butterworth had come back for more. So, um, yeah, lots of fun, lots of Vikings, and yeah, it's cool, isn't it? Let's face facts. A bit of Billy never hurts anyone. Okay, going away now. Ta-ra! Farewell. I think if I, if I had seen it as a child in the 60s, I might be a bit disappointed they didn't go more into the backstory of the Doctor. And mm. yeah. We've got this other Time Lords, we now know it, but we learn nothing more at all. No, other no. than the fact that there are other people out there with, with yeah. It was time literally issues. just, oh, is he one of your people? That's it. And that was it. Not at all addressed otherwise. Yeah. It, nothing comes to it. I don't but, think they'd actually decided to have anything like that then, though. I think it, was, well, if you're going to do it, do it properly, or don't do it at yeah, all, exactly. frankly. But <laughs> it's the only, my only complaint about that story. Uh, I don't know. It could have been seen as a tease. Yeah, I mean... So it gives you a clue that something I'm, else is out there. Yeah, I'm just remembering the, the fun little hints we had during uh, RTD's reign about the Time War. Nothing mm. yeah. expressly said, but occasionally you'd have this line slip out. Mm. Yeah. and So you knew it had happened. You, you knew, knew it happened. There, there, had there was on. this awe and mystery around it. Yeah. It's the same with that. It's the TARDIS. There's this awe and mystery. The, there are other... I admit they could have done it a little bit more. Mm. I do it just, admit it that. It just took but... them, what, four years yeah. to, to yeah. get yeah. around yeah. to doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Any more feedback? That is it. I think feedback. 
please do write to us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything, anything at all. Shopping, the necessity of squeezing sponges out and leaving them on the side of the sink and not in the sink. Yeah. A dry sponge is a happy sponge. Doctor Who, talk to us about that. Just anything, really. You can do so by writing to us at show at staggeringstories.net. It's a very strangled sound. <laughs> Lead us out, Crumbly. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Dead. He's dead. He's gone to Hampshire. Might as well be what's, dead. Yeah. What, what's in Hampshire? Worse than death. Crumbly death. at the moment. <laughs> Although it's probably a bit sunny because it's very hot here at the moment. Very sunny. It is a bit. It was about 100 degrees in the cinema yesterday. Yeah, the aircon failed. So yeah. hot. Gosh, All my chocolate hot. melted. It was liquid. <laughs> Could have drunk uh, it. Okay. We're signing out now. You have been listening to... No, that's the no, wrong that's the, one, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Join us again next week for... Oh, yes, it's that one. Not next yeah. week. Well, next time. Join us again next time for... More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who knew and old. Well, everyone else <laughs> rhymed and you turned it round. <laughs> for God's sake, you insane old cockney bint. What shall we go out on? <laughs> A tear, I think. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So until that madness of Come mumbling... Muttering? Monkitude. Monkitude <laughs> comes meandering... Molloply. What? <laughs> Any worse can we make up today? Yeah. <laughs> Towards us. This is me. Masticatingly. <laughs> This you did me. say masticatingly, didn't you? I did. Yes. Yes. He's here? not 12. <laughs> <laughs> and he took his hands out of his pockets as well. This is me, fake, real Keith. Real Keith. Real Keith. <laughs> fake Keith. Oh, you're gender swapping, are you? Farewell. <laughs> Goodbye. Au revoir. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 290, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Faye Keith, the real Keith Dunn, and something from London. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Alexa is interrupting. You keep saying Alexa and she keeps waking up. But I didn't say Alexa initially. (laughs) You said Alexa, bite my shiny pink bottom. I said a letter. A fact that the theme doesn't know the difference between a letter and Alexa is... (laughs) Look, you said Alexa... Play surfing bird. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> that's not what I said. I didn't say that. Alexa does. Playing surfing bird. That's exactly what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Once we've finished torturing the poor thing. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number two hundred and ninety. What are we going to do when we reach three hundred? When we reach we'll what? Three hundred. We'll say we'll change it to three hundred. Yeah. Okay. It's quite every week we do that. We say another word. Is <laughs> <laughs> an event, you know, so we can do something special. Yeah, but that's in October, and we might be dead by then. So you know, that's, I think it's scheduled to record two days after your birthday. My birthday's not in October. No. You mean his birthday? Mm. Ah. Dead by then. What is your obsession with us all being dead? No, just you. Memento mori. Remember death. What's the story in Balamori? (laughs)
Oh, God, it's hot. So next time it was Jago Lightfoot Forever and... And the dinosaurs. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic Jurassic World. World. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. That should be good. So have you got Jago and Lightfoot Forever? It's sad, though. Have a hanky ready for the end. Yeah. I know. I'll probably be in the middle of the bus. It'll be like Lucy Miller. (laughs) Lucy Bleeding Miller. Lucy Bleeding Miller. I bore it well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't bear it well at all. We we all knew about it. (laughs)